Hey, this Realm of the Mist podcast is brought to you proudly by the Nurses Guild. Hi, this is Eddie Deason. You're listening to Breaking the Fourth Wall. I was Mandark in Dexter's Laboratory. Ha 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 ha. Hey, what's up, guys? Chris Rosali back for another Breaking the Fourth Wall, and I'm excited for this one because it's not often I get to sit down with a bunch of musicians as opposed to actors and authors, which I love talking to, but I love talking to musicians, guys and ladies who are doing the things that, you know, I've worked my butt off for 20 years, and nobody wants to see me do it, but I'm pretty sure they want to see this act. Uh, They are from Baltimore, Maryland, uh, the ladies and gentlemen of Scarlet Witch. Guys, thank you for coming on the show. How are you guys doing? Scarlet Angel. Scarlet Angel. Why did I say Scarlet Witch? I don't know. I I just got done watching freaking uh, Avengers. Forgive me. Scarlet Angel. Scarlet Angel. (laughs) Scarlet Angel. So, yeah, you guys guys are a original heavy metal slash hard rock band from Baltimore, Maryland, correct? Yes. All right. Generic question of all time. How'd you get started? Michelle's going to talk that. She's the founding member and leader of the band. You want to get up close and talk about it? That way you can. Uh, Sure. Um, We got started back in 1984. So you've been quite a while. Yeah, we started in 1984. I mean, 1984 was an exciting time, if you remember um, all the uh, metal that was out then. And um, MTV came, you know, started getting going. And everybody was kind of, all the young people were like mesmerized by MTV. Right. And, you know, at that time, who didn't want to be a rock star? So, um, right. <laughs> so you know, we just got together and, um, you know, started playing cover bands, um, cover songs, excuse me. And, um, you know, we covered like Motley Crue, Black Sabbath, um, Metallica, uh, bands of that nature, especially, you know, being able to visually see everything on M- MTV made a made, took it to a whole nother level, I think, for all the musicians back then. Um, so we were in Baltimore. We were like one of the first bands in Baltimore to have like original original music. So we would play, you know, we play cover songs in local bars and we intersperse um, original songs. So like Kim was saying, we have three CDs out. We're hoping to work on the fourth one soon, but. Um, Right now, we like to promote our uh, Rise Metal Angels CD that's out. Um, So that's kind of how we got started. Uh, Was the band always uh, Scarlet Angel when when you guys founded in 1984, or did it go through transitions? It was. It it was uh, called Scarlet Angel um, from the beginning. Okay. Yeah. So um, we've changed some members over the year. I mean, years. Kim came in in 1986 and. Abby and Barry, our, our singer and bass player. Uh, when did you guys come in? About eight years ago? 2012. 2012. January. Oh, wow. January. He was 2011. 2011. 2012, yeah. I still have him in my phone as Barry Bass, 2011. Yeah, and to um, have a CD out because back then the medium was, you know, cassette tapes and CDs just came on. So um, we had some members leave and we shelved the project, which is kind of like creating a time capsule. And then, you know, the 90s came and the metal kind of, you know, went out of the picture for a while to the grunge movement. And um, fortunately over in um, Europe, they never really stopped, you know, loving metal. Um, right. I think I think maybe in um, the U.S., a lot of times um uh the people just kind of like what's force fed to them and you know popular culture right but the and you know metal was underground but um so we we got our cd recordings off the shelf in like 2004 and we put out our first cd and it received a lot of critical acclaim in europe so then that kind of, and you know what was going on at that time was the um internet 
so the internet was really useful in getting our music out there so oh i know that, that especially was, like myspace back in the day uh that was around the time i had my last band disillusion purity and i i've i've said on numerous occasions any success we pulled was because of the fact that myspace allowed us to put our demo online so i definitely get where you're coming from with that <laughs> Yeah, and it was just like it was just like planting seeds everywhere, and they kind of flourished in places we never we never realized. Like we got, you know, some positive reviews from South America. I mean, it just kind of went all over the place. It was really exciting in Japan, so um, no. we're still kind of plugging along. Now, have you guys <laughs> been able to play? Have you guys been able to play in the areas where where you've uh, really built a claim, like over over across the pond, if you will, England? No, that's one. That's one of our goals. Um is really to um, play a, ideally an open air gig or something over in Europe. Cause in, especially in Germany, the open air gigs are really big. Um, Getting on something like a rock and ring or, or a pink pop type festival. Walking, walking or something like that. So um, uh, there was a, a, a German company called high, high roller records. Okay. They had like our music and they asked if they could do an album because you know, I think it's just starting to come back over here, like collecting albums and listening to things on albums. Cause you know, you get a, a, a more soulful, basically rendition of songs, you know, as far as audio with, with the uh, LP. Right. So they, they did a compilation album of our music, some of the heaviest stuff. And um, they took our song Scarlet Angel and they put it in a um, compilation CD for walking magazine. So they gave that, you know, that CD out in that magazine at the Walken Festival. And I think that, you know, that stuff like that was huge. Um, okay. We were on the, we had articles in um, a couple of the European magazines, which was exciting. So. Well, with the, with the years, obviously 1984 to 2020 and, and obviously a uh, band member, uh, I don't want to use the term uh, rotations, but for lack of better term rotations uh, <laughs> for what is the influence of Scarlet Scarlet Angel? Is it reflected in the covers that you guys have done live, or is it more along the lines of like it's changed throughout the years from when the band started to what it is today, as far as uh, what what you draw most inspiration or influence from for your own original sound? Well, I mean, even though I consider us a metal band, I think we do eclectic eclectic song list. I mean, we I mean, one of my favorite guitar players, believe it or not, is Lindsey Buckingham from Fleetwood Mac. I love Fleetwood Mac. We do Fleetwood Mac songs, cover songs, and stuff like that. And and you know, with Abby and Barry, with Abby and Barry joining, it brought like a new new influences for cover songs and original music. And I'll let those guys talk now because I don't want to hog up all the time. I appreciate <laughs> um, I appreciate the opportunity, Chris. I'm going to turn it over to Barry. Okay. This is Barry. Barry plays bass. He's been with the band since 2011. The only male member of the band. Barry. How you doing, Chris? How you doing? I got to say, right. man, after watching you on the uh, Union Motel, we got to get you more excited. <laughs> you, no, you really look like you were enjoying yourself up there on that video. So. Well, yeah, yeah. I, I, I love these uh, women. They're, you know, my sisters and my bandmates, and they're just awesome, yeah. Right on. So, again, uh, the same, same question I asked uh, previously. Uh, knowing that you're not one of the original members from 1984, but have you noticed a style change since you came into the band, uh, maybe due to your influences uh, that caused you to make you want to play, uh, play bass, play music? You know? Listening to all three CDs, I think there's, um, yeah, it's definitely a little bit different. We're, we're all similar enough that we make it work. And I think we make it work real well, but we're different enough to make it interesting. Right. You know, um, I, I, I tend to like, you know, more of the modern music, you know, the drop tuned, uh, drop C, drop B heavy. Um, but I still have ties to, you know, the eighties where I grew up. It's just my eighties weren't so much the hair, poison worn, et cetera. My eighties were like the accept the mega death. So, you know, when we throw all of our, flavor together it's it's something special i think all right on uh well you were saying except megadeth uh obviously we're talking about like the new wave of british heavy metal style influences mm -hmm. rash for people that uh that use layman's terms are those pretty much your your inspirations for wanting to pick up a instrument is that like you know you you heard uh uh david alpha Elfestein, you know on so far so good so what and said that's what i want to do 
Um, I'd say Steve Harris and Geezer Butler were the reasons I started playing. Okay. But I do love David Ellison. He's probably my favorite pick player. Okay. Um, and there's just so many. I mean, Roger Waters and Chris Squire and Getty Lee and John Paul Jones and, John Edwards, you know, it just, there's so many reasons. But I keep going back to, you know, Steve Harrison Geezer. Those, those are my big two. No, I, I get where you're coming from. You could be all over the place. When I was, when I was writing and, and singing in bands, I always cited ba- uh, musicians like uh, James Hetfield, Metallica, obviously. Right. Uh, Jim Morrison of the Doors, uh, John Bon Jovi, for example, just got, you know, Nine Inch Nails, Trent Reznor, guys who were able to not only elicit an emotional response with their voice, but uh, their writings were always story driven, story based. I, I was I was heavily drawn to, to things not just being straightforward in your face, but lyrics that made you think about what right. I was meaning when I wrote it, you know, those were the guys I was always kind of uh, gravitated towards. So I get it, man. You can, you can pull in. I love that. lyrics that you don't understand the first time, kind of like reading between <laughs> the lines. So like Nirvana. Of Robert Plant and, you know, uh, David Gilmore. Um, I like to listen to it a couple times before I totally understand. Right. It's funny, yeah. Lyrics you can't understand. So Bob, Bob Dylan, Kurt Cobain. Well, that you, you don't, you, you don't know what I mean. That you can yeah. hear, but there's a hidden meaning. You might have to listen to it a couple times to get the meaning. Oh, absolutely. That that I absolutely agree with. That was something that always dra- gravitized, uh, gravitated towards me as as a songwriter. Which kind of leads me to my next question for pretty much everybody, which is who is the primary songwriter of the band? Who who mostly brings uh. Michelle. The, the most Michelle. <laughs> Michelle. Michelle, the founder, the leader of the band. <laughs> Wait, while we're doing this, and this is our first oh, yeah. CD. Yeah. Yeah. Right here. Right. And this is our second. This is Enter the Magic. And here's our third. Rise Metal Angels. All for sale at kimscrypt.com or scarletangelrocks.com. I want you to know that you can get them right here from us right on we also have a facebook page we'll make sure all that's in the descriptions guys if you if you uh, catch interest and i i did i'm not gonna lie i stole the performance from uh from 2018 and i'm gonna choose a, a track off of it and put it at the end of this interview so you guys can get a taste of the music and everything else i make sure it's an original not a cover you know so you guys what's that which one? Which one? They're asking which one. Oh, I, hell, I don't know. I heard it one time. You want me to tell you how it goes? I can't even tell you how how wheels on the bus go round and round goes the first time I hear it. What about Baby Shark? Oh, please. I just felt 50 IQ points drop. <laughs> what does the clock say? Ding, 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 ding. Oh. All right, I got a challenge. You, you, you want to play with me? I'll play back. Next performance, I want to see you guys do a metal cover. All right, what? Of, of what does the fox say? Okay, <laughs> I know it. <laughs> As a matter of fact, I'll make it harder. Do a, a Metallica medley where you're doing like, who does the, what does the fox say? I'm a gummy bear, uh, the, the, the baby shark. <laughs> you don't know who you're talking to. I can make all this happen. That would be, that would be <laughs> your faceless version. Go to my Facebook page every Friday night and you'll see what I'm talking about on 7 o'clock. Hey, I'll tell you what, I like, I like your attitude. Again, in my last band, I got dared to do Stephen, uh, not Stephen Lynch, uh, Rodney. The, the the country comedian and one of his famous songs that he did uh, funny songs that he did is uh, dear penis and i got dared to do it live in a performance for dissolution purity and i i can't tell you how more embarrassed i was but for some reason it went over so yeah. <laughs> well you can hear abby sing bees oh, yeah. in the trap was it a hard song to master i i beat it and beat it and beat it until i got it yeah okay <laughs> all right <laughs> So it's coming along nice then? Yeah. <laughs> it was kind of a messy finish, but, it, you know, it, it felt good during the majority of it, so. Uh, <laughs> they're all looking at me like, you know. <laughs> I can't do anything that doesn't turn into a potty joke, I swear to God. No, um, <laughs> so, yeah, uh, I'm sorry, Michelle. 
So uh, major influences to your writing styles, the songs that you come up with. I don't, I don't, I never really um, thought about it, but I guess a lot of people, some people say that, I don't know if it's the lyrics or the music that it's Black Sabbath-esque or Judas Priest-esque. Um, I think a lot of Judas Priest lyrics are pretty much straightforward, although they are, you know, about some fantasy subjects. So I like, um, I write more from like the fantasy side of, of things, like uh, creating like a story of the Scarlet Angel. And um, on our first CD, we had our, you know, first song is Scarlet Angel and there's a, you know, an intro, a mysterious intro. So just something that kind of creates that vibe. Right. So Scarlet Angel, Scarlet Angel isn't just the name of the band. It's also kind of a, a, a character, if you will, a, a Vic from Megadeth or an Eddie from Iron Maiden, you know. Uh, yes, exactly. Yes, that's, that, that's a good comparison. Okay. Um, yeah, and the album cover, I don't know if you have it, Kim, the album cover for the, um, the, the High Roller Records did for us. Do you have that handy? I mean, the album. Yeah, the album. Yeah, um, one of the things that the High Roller in, in, in Germany liked was, was about the um, character of the Scarlet Angel bringing like heavy metal to the, she's like an, like an alien or a ultra terrestrial creature that's bringing metal to, bestowing metal to the world. So okay. that's kind of something that really kind of connected with, with other people, which is kind of cool. Um, I certainly tried to, yeah, I don't know if you guys could see this. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I see her uh, over top of the world, kind of like in a Superman pose, but she's looks like yeah. she's passing the uh, the the Scarlet Angel logo. Yeah, and, the axe. It's the a winged axe. axe. Yes. Okay. Um. Yeah. So we were really we were really honored and excited about being part of that album. Um, you know, early on in the in the '90s, um, we had an underground radio station in Baltimore called 97 Underground. I don't know if you remember that. Um. But they had a, 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 a they did a heavy metal compilation album of local bands that had original music, and we were um, featured on that too. So that was kind of exciting. That's awesome. Um, yeah. So um, it's kind of interesting because, like, Kim's song and Abby and Barry's, they're all kind of different from each other, but they all kind of work. And does everybody contribute to to what goes on to the album, or is it something like? Uh like a James and Lars and Metallica, it's like where they write everything and then they just pass it off to Robin and Kurt and it's like, okay, create your solos. No, everybody kind of, everybody contributes and that's kind of like what I like. Um, okay. You know I mean? I like, I, I kind of like, I mean, just imagine Fleetwood Mac. I mean, everybody's contributing and writing on, you know, their albums and stuff like that. I think it makes it interesting. Right. Um, so, because, you know, like Barry said, with his his love of more modern music, I mean, his it, it gives you like a freshness too. And, you know, everybody has creative contributions and that kind of, that's rewarding to people and kind of, you know, may, might want to lead to like longevity in the band because they're having a creative output. Um, no, absolutely. Uh, and, and, and the reason I ask that is because I, I, I do personally think that, you know, when everybody has a, has a stake in the song, it makes every, it everybody's song. Uh, like in my last band, I hated the fact that I was the primary lyric writer, but luckily mm -hmm. my lead guitarist who was the primary guitarist, you know, guitar player because he's a hell of a lot better musician than I'll ever be that we had a dynamic where if I felt a a different uh chord progression or a different sound for transitioning from like verse to chorus he mm -hmm. would take my input and in turn if he looked at the lyrics that I was writing for the song it's like ah, that line's kind of lame it might be better if you did something like this like we were able, able to at least collaborate on each other's individual performance within the song itself you know, I, I, I always I always love that dynamic. So I'm happy to hear that everybody's able to come in because not only do you get everybody's personal influence involved in the song, but instead of it being your song, it's everybody's song, you know, if that makes yeah. sense. And um well before Abby, our current vocalist, um joined the band, um, me and the previous singer, we kinda had a dynamic where I'd kind of come up with the riffs and the music and the arrangement. And I'd give it to her and say, here, this is what I'm thinking. And she would come up with lyrics that were totally different from mine and it just gelled. See, because I can write poetry or write music, but, and sometimes I can bring them together, but for the most part, they were mutually exclusive for me. Right. But as part of my development as a, a songwriter um, and creator of music was when Abby 
joined the band, she didn't have any previous experience writing lyrics. So that kind of forced me to write lyrics, the whole, be the whole package, lyrics and music for the songs that I contributed. And then it was a creative journey for her because she, she thought she wasn't creative. But yet when she, you know, sat down, she came up with some awesome lyrics that are, you know, on our Rise Metal Angels album. And I'll let Abby talk about, you know, her creative journey with that. And this is Abby. She's the lead singer since 2012 of Scarlet Angel. Here's Abby. Lead yeah, vocals. Right. Hi. Hello. Hi. How are you? I'm all right. That's weird. I'm not used to meeting a front person who's kind of shy sounding. <laughs> yeah, I'm very shy sounding. I don't like talking and I don't like talking about myself. So she's a, <laughs> she's a belts it out when she sings up there. I heard. Yeah. I heard. I've heard. I mean, only one performance so far, but I've heard it. <laughs> usually i don't usually like the videos that we have because i usually think they're cell phone videos and they don't sound very good so i don't watch them very often <laughs> i'll tell you what the sound um, wasn't wasn't too bad on on that union uh that union motel one 2018 yeah. that was pretty solid oh that's good i'm glad <laughs> so um yeah i'd never written a song before so i wrote a couple songs for this for this um, CD, but the interesting thing about what Michelle was saying was that um, she she wrote her lyrics, but then she would give them to me, and she'd be like, "If they're not in the right order, if you think they need to be changed up, if you think some of them need to be, you know, different, or or it's too many." She writes a lot. She writes a lot in a song, right. and we couldn't sometimes we couldn't we couldn't fit the whole thing in. Like, and maybe you don't need like you know all those all those words to give you the picture so i would like take some of them out to make them to make them fit better so that was really cool and interesting because i'd never done that before but i'd also never written a song before so i wrote, I wrote two of them for this cd so far i haven't written anything else <laughs> yeah well, that's true i did write some yeah. stuff and then i lost it on my old phone and uh, anyway um so uh, that's the about it <laughs> yeah my the dog ate my homework <laughs> well did you, um, you you said this this is technically your first act uh band that you were a part of like you you had no, no previous band experience beforehand no i've been in bands before i just oh, okay just cover bands just cover I've never, bands? yeah i've never written anything so what what made you want to join scarlet angel um my friend i had actually never listened to scarlet angel before <laughs> <What's that? laughs> um and one of my friends uh called me up and he said hey scarlet angel's looking for a singer and i think you'd fit in and you, you know and i had heard kim talking on 98 rock before for years heard kim and she kind of scared me so i was like <laughs> <laughs> i'm the drummer Back, back up, back so she was be, always beyond on rock talking about Kim's crypt uh -huh. and her haunted house. And so I heard her for years, talk, you know, and then but she would always say, and I had this band Scarlet Angel. And so I'd heard, I heard of it, but I never heard any of their music. Let's, let's put it that way. Okay. So I went online and I listened to the albums and I'm like, Oh my God, I don't know if I can sing that because a lot of that stuff, you know, from the old days from yeah. Jackie is like super, super high. Um, and I was like, I don't know if I can do all that. It's a lot of screaming. I don't know. Whatever. So I just put it to myself as a challenge. And I came here and, and auditioned. And I was so sick. Remember, I had the yeah. flu. Yeah. <laughs> I had the flu. And I took, like, all this medicine just to come here and, and audition. And uh, I sounded horrible. And they were like, do you want to come back and audition again? And I'm like, are you kidding me? Like, I sounded horrible, and they were like, "No, no, you sounded better than the other people that came out here." Oh. <laughs> God damn! <laughs> let that let <laughs> it be known to some of you want to be uh, musicians out there. If somebody who's like on a half a bottle of Nyquil sounds better than you, you got to up your game. <laughs> oh my god yeah i had taken like decongestant and i had taken oh, all this stuff man the following is an announcement from the nurses guild of florida home health aides or nurses invited in your home is an important issue family-wide where you get your private duty service is of critical importance did you know hiring a friend of a friend or even a recommendation from your church puts you and your family at risk for workers' compensation? A back injury will cost sixty to $100,000 and a slip and fall up to three times that amount. 
Do you know if the caregiver in your home has a history of abuse, neglect, or theft? Do they have a history of drug abuse or have an addiction? The Nurses Guild conducts full Level 2 criminal background checks. Is the labor law particular to home care being obeyed, or are you unknowingly setting up your estate for claims of unpaid time and a half? Why not get your private duty from a five-star Medicare Home Health Agency, the experts at home care? You get properly trained and supervised personnel, workman's compensation coverage, criminal background checks, proper adherence to applicable labor law, all to shield you from lawsuits. All of our home health aides and nurses are fully screened, supervised, and COVID tested. Here at the Nurses Guild, we have nurses from every specialty. No matter what your diagnosis, we have the right caregiver for you. Call the Nurses Guild today to arrange your home health visit at 954-596-9806 for Broward County and 561-826-8937 for Palm Beach County. Remember, health care put off is health care too late. Stay safe during the pandemic. Wear a mask and insist those around you wear a mask. Wash your hands frequently and stay home as much as possible. And, uh... So anyway, I came back like a week later and it was, I was a different person. Wasn't I a different person? Yeah. yeah. I was a different person a week later. Yeah. <laughs> it was better. Very good. So anyway, that's how that happened. But yeah, a friend of mine was just like, you know, hey, Scarlet Angel's looking for a singer. And I, and I had heard her on 98 Rock saying she was looking for a singer for like a year. Right. And I didn't even consider it until my friend said, you should go out there and just see what happens. So, so. Well what kind of covers were you doing beforehand in your previous bands like uh, like what was what was the uh what was the human jukebox machine for you um i love ronnie james dio and i love white snake and aerosmith and uh pat benatar and heart so stuff like that well, i could definitely i could definitely tell lion t is my favorite <laughs> I could definitely tell from the recording I watched. I mean, you killed some Iron Maiden. You killed oh, some you. Uh, some heart, you know, uh, you know, one wing dove and everything else. It's like, oh my God, you know, like you, you've got a voice to you. You you thank definitely you. do. So <laughs> it's it's funny sitting 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 here looking at you now, you're dressed, you know, kind of nice and everything, and then you know, on the video you're all biker chicked out, you know. I know, rocking, I know. Rock the priest, yeah. <laughs> yeah, this is this is from work, and uh, <laughs> two different people. I have three different sets of work of of outfits. I've got work outfits. I've got what I re usually wear, and then I've got band outfits. So I got like three closets full of stuff in it. <laughs> <laughs> I still got all my stuff locked up in the closet. I probably can't even fit it anymore. It's been so long, but. <laughs> 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 well, definitely last but not least, since I've gotten a chance to sit down with most of the members, I'm going to, I'm going to sit down with the final member, which, uh, the joke usually goes, what do you call the guy? Uh, what do you call the person who follows the band around? Let's talk to the drummer. Kim, it's your turn. <laughs> She's kind of shy. Hey, 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 what's going on? This is Kim, drummer, backup vocalist, harmony vocalist of Scarlet Angel, and I am also the merchandising queen. We have CDs, we have t-shirts, we have hats, thongs. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> and even face masks we have them here too we have scarlet angel face masks hold on i gotta show you <laughs> let me get one out of the bag and show it to you <laughs> oh oh first of all let me show you the, the, oh hold on because <laughs> at first we were selling thongs as face masks and then we just got real face masks check it out for only ten dollars you can have your own scarlet angel face mask I think I want the thong mask. We yeah, can do that. Yeah. <laughs> we can do that. So check this out. I just want you to know, too, that um, Scarlet Angel has opened up for our first national act was UFO. Mm -hmm. nice. It was UFO. And Kitty. It was a Kitty Crisis in OTEP. That was at the uh, Rams Head Live. We also opened for Crocus, Rhino Bucket, Funny Money, if I can remember, LA Guns twice, Winger twice. Nice. Um, Metal Church, Great White, Slaughter, Lynch Mob, Twisted Sister. What's really funny about that? What, what's funny about Twisted Sister is I did an interview with uh with uh D's son, uh Jesse really? Place. Yeah. Yeah. And actually and his band played there too, remember? Yeah. Yeah, they they were really good. As they a matter really of fact, good. I've been promoting his album on uh, Raise the Underground, his new one, uh Come with Me If You Wanna Live. 
So, yeah, they, they were good because we, we played there. I'll tell you, it was packed. It was just a sea of people with Scarlet Angel shirts and hats on out there. That was really cool. It, I mean, that was that was a real honor to, to open up for them. And the only thing they said, just don't take pictures of us without our makeup on. We were like, okay. Taking pictures of their, of, their, uh, of their sound check. It was pretty cool. So. Very cool. So how about you? You're, you're another one of the founding members, 1984, correct? I'm actually not a founding member. Let me tell you how I joined the band. I joined the band in 1986 because their original drummer, Mindy Castle, fell into a hydraulic lift hole. Ooh. Okay? So once she fell into the hydraulic lift hole, I had known them because they would, they would come see the band that I was in. I was in a band called Slayer before the real Slayer was Slayer. And then we changed our name. So it was like three of us. And we were like like a little heavy metal. We were doing like, you know, Iron Maiden and stuff like that and crazy stuff. And they would come to see us. Why was I around what? You know, why'd she fall into the hydraulic lift hole? Why did she fall into the hydraulic Because I guess she worked at a place that had a hydraulic lift hole when she fell into it. Maybe like a Jiffy Lube style place In or something. In my mind, she was just like walking through <laughs> <laughs> No, but I remember that story. It's like certain things. I don't, I might not remember what happened yesterday or what's in my refrigerator. That's another story. But I remember that that's what happened. And then they would come see the band that I was in. And then they were all crazy. I mean, these, Michelle, and, and they would like throw down and fight and carry it on. It was, it was, it was craziness. But, um, <laughs> Abby's frolicking around my living room. So so what happened was I got a call from Michelle and I had met her at shows before and she said, Hey, can you learn about whatever it was, 40 songs, what is their their whole list in two weeks? Okay. And she in this back in the day it was cassettes, remember? No CDs, no no email, nothing like that. So she called me on the rotary dial and <laughs> gave me some songs and I wrote them down and I recorded them and I made my little notes and I did all these songs. So we, we played the what was it called? The the Scarlet Angel Broken Hearts Bloody Valentine's Dance. Yeah. Something to that like it was, that. It was our own show where we rented the hall and everything. Yeah. So it was they, we had Tickets sold yeah, tickets were sold. They rented a hall, and it was like a big deal. And I um, learned all these songs. And I played the show, and it was really cool. It was like a lot of fun. And after that, I don't know. I guess Mindy never got out of the hydraulic lift hole, so I just uh-huh. stayed in the band. So after that, we did a big Halloween show, and I believe this is. It just happens to be here. The, this it really is. Does. It just really does happen to be here. It has nothing to do with. Us being on right, it, it's God forbid we're not prepared. Yeah, look at that nightmare in Elf, uh, Wilson <laughs> Point Road. Yeah, this was $10 back in the day. I do believe it was all the beer you can drink and and all that. And like back then, look, it didn't even have the, the area code for the phone numbers. Isn't that cool? So, no. we, this was our I believe this was our second one, October 28th, and, and it was so much fun. And I remember this was way before I was doing Kim's Crypt, I was just Kim that liked Halloween. And uh, we had all these like pumpkins and scary reapers and, and, and big coffins. And we had a bass player in a coffin and we came out and he was banging. People were banging on it and throwing beer and stuff like that. And it was wild. So we did two of these Halloween shows in a row. It was 88 and 89 and they, they were always sold out and crazy. People still talk about them today. Nice. The Scarlet Angel Halloween shows were off the hook. So Very cool. So the, so the big- I just stayed in the band sorry, since then. So I'm still in the biggest question I've got to ask is, has, has Scarlet Angel always been an all-female or predominantly female band? Or ha- has there been more than uh, more males than just Barry in the group in, in its history? The bass player has always been a male, not on purpose. It's just that it's always the way it's been. Okay. So, yep, the bass player is always – because I joined, it was Willie, and then we got Ronnie, and then we this others, Rich and Kenny. Remember John, him? John. John Mooney. John Mooney played on the on the CDs. Okay. Um, oh, and, and we were also on this the 97 Underground album, the uh, Beast from the East, Volume 1. Nice. And we're right there at the bottom. <laughs> and that's <laughs> Ronnie Glenn, who actually, Jackie was married to him. That was our old singer. And that's me and Michelle there. And it was pretty cool. Very cool. But, 
And um, so Scarlet, it's a, it's a lot of fun though. I love playing this band because I love everything we do because we do a diverse, we, we do a lot of like everything from Metallica to, we even do play that funky music. But then we do, then we hit it with our originals. It's like, it's just such a world of difference when we play our originals. People are like, wow. And some of it, like, for what's, what's weird about, even though I'm like the more of the crazy one in the band, the song that's on the latest CD, I'll get it for you again. This is our latest CD, Rise of Metal Angels. It's called Blue, Blue Angels and Butterflies. It's the slowest, and it's like a real pretty song. And I wrote it and nice. actually sing. But, but then I wrote a couple other songs on the other ones. I don't write as much as anybody else. I just like Jack O'Lantern was my first that I was part writer. I was co-wrote writer of. And then I wrote The Czar and Acts by the Angel. They're on the second CD. So, Very cool. So your your yeah. stuff your stuff really the things that you contribute and 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 perform in uh, from your own mindset definitely have a Halloween theme to them. I could tell I could tell you're a Halloween nut. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. I've been doing Kim's Crypt haunted. Well, Kim's Crypt since 1994, and now my haunted attraction is up in Spring Grove, PA, featuring six attractions: a zombie escape room, hearse rides, coffin rides, and more. Kim'sCrypt.com for that. So, well, what's that? Oh, I vape. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, was it a fog machine? Were you, you were you playing I with me? That was kind of cool. Okay. There you go. Yeah. A little fog. No, but uh, <laughs> I did this as quit smoking, believe it or not, and now I can't get rid of this. Maybe. Well, I you know, Barry, Barry, Barry did that. Barry quit smoking, and then he quit vaping, and now he's on the gum. Mm -hmm. Very nice. Yeah. Came a long way. So that's, that's awesome. That's I, I had to give it up for my kids and my kids hated me smoking. So I, I became a vapor and now I wish I can quit the vaping. <laughs> you can do it. You can do it. Maybe, maybe I should go back to some uh, cigarettes. That'll, that'll help me quit vaping. No. <laughs> I don't know when this, I don't know when this is going to air, but our next show is the 25th, right? Yeah. The Union the, yeah. Hotel. October 25th, Union Hotel, 1 p.m. to 5 one to 5 p.m. and it's all age outdoor show and it's a lot of fun great pit beef come out and see the show we'll be doing some covers and originals it's a good time it's port deposit maryland see you're you're, you're jumping ahead of me because i was going to ask the future of, of scarlet angel you know from this point forward and i knew a show was coming as 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 always but i was going to actually i was actually going to stay on the uh, kim's crib here thing you said oh. it's in pennsylvania yeah I because I'm in Pennsylvania. That's my next. Well, Kim's Crib started in Rosedale, where I live now in this house, and we've moved to several different locations. And in 2014, the Haunted Mill Screen Park, which is located in Spring Grove, Pennsylvania, went up for auction. I went to the auction, and so did a lot of other people, and I bid and I won, so I bought it, and now we're up in the Spring Grove, PA. That's and does Scarlet happened. Angel perform at the Kim's Crib? We've performed there. <laughs> we perform yeah. there on the other side yes we have i have a lot i have 62 and a half acres and a lot of entities on my property so it's not it's not yeah it's not just uh the hard attractions i actually have um nine tenants that rent for me in a club that's on the property and we will we'll, we'll be getting a, um, a pavilion and a big stage and all that so i'm working on that for next year so, so every year we, we add more attractions and like, like I said, it, it's just a growing thing up there. It's really cool. We're, it, I'm very proud of that. And uh, it's just, it's never, it never ends and it's always going to continue. You never know. We might have 10 attractions next year or not. Himscrib.com. I got, I got a, I got an 11 year old daughter who's turning 12 next month. Uh, I, is that her in the background? No, no. That's my wife in the background. <laughs> okay. I just I, see a figure. Hello. I just I, see a figure. My uh, my eleven year old is obsessed with haunted hay rides and haunted houses and all that. So we may have to come see you. <laughs> yes, please do. And where where are you located? Philadelphia. Okay, then you gotta come to Spring Grove. It's in between York and Hanover, and it's well worth the trip and the drive. And our our reviews this year are insane because we are uh, CDC. We we are complying with all the CDC guidelines. And people are still loving it, which I was kind of surprised, but they are. So we're doing something right. 
Yeah, when the hockey mask player has to wear the uh, the, the 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 COVID mask as well, it just it. it <laughs> yeah, it's funny because we all are. We all are wearing. Yep, we all are wearing masks, and people are just, I think, enjoying the fact that they can come out and have a place to go that's you know out. Well, it's it's indoor and outdoor, and have fun and just be entertained because a lot of people have been cooped up. We had people come to our Scarlet Angel show that we just played Saturday at the Bourbon Mill. That was uh, real, real close to the haunted house. That was in um, New Oxford, PA. And they were saying, well, this is the first time we've been out. We're like, wow, great, great to, that you're out with us. And it was just a good time, you know? So people want to get out and we have plenty. What is that? What is she holding? She, she's holding my fat cat. <laughs> oh, what's his name? Her name is Amber. Come on, bring, bring Amber, Amber over. They want to see Amber. Oh, I want to see, look. It's Amber. It's Amber. Look. Aww. Oh, that's cute. That's we all love animals fun. too. Huh? That's tons of fun right there. <laughs> I, I have a cat named Creepy. He sings creepy karaoke every Friday night. You should tune in around seven o'clock and see that. Where at? He's, where can I where can I find Creepy? On the Kim Yates Facebook page. He's the star. He's working on his twenty-seventh um edition. And he actually sells his own t-shirts and hats. He's a marketing tool. He's a marketing tool. Nice. Very nice. Maybe I should yeah. remember for uh, breaking the fourth wall, get more listeners. Okay. <laughs> it's funny because people come to the haunted house and they're like, where's creepy? I'm like creepy's corner right over here. And they buy stuff from them. And no. then of course I buy Scarlet Angels CDs and we have t-shirts there too. So it's like, everything is it's, it's like everything promotes everything else. It never ends. It's like a circle, like a vicious circle. Well, everything promotes everything else. Well, speaking of the vicious circle, you were just telling us about, uh, an upcoming show and everything else, but what else is in store for Scarlet Angel, especially after this pandemic bull crap is over, like new album, new tour? Yeah, we actually plan on on working on, or kind of everybody has their own ideas, especially Michelle, our, for the fourth CD. So that's going to be in the future. Um, we always are looking to open for national acts and we actually were asked to open for loudness on Halloween night. Nice. Remember? Yeah. And we also LA guns, but with the whole COVID stuff going on, this was like, like right in the midst of it when it was heavy, we didn't think we could sell, sell tickets for it. So we got two original shows coming up. And yet we have two December original 5th at time. December, 5th at December 5th at halftime. We're playing the all original show. November 7th. November 7th at original show, Cafe 611. Cafe 611, another all-original show. Okay. And, of course, and all this information can be found at uh, scarletangelrocks.com, correct? Marylandparty.com is always updated. Marylandparty.com. Just look up Scarlet Angel, and you can find our whole uh, schedule right there. We also have a Facebook page, Scarlet Angel. Okay. Have, has all our events and all that right there. And on average, what are the ticket prices uh, to go see an Angel show? Um, usually it's like at the, the clubs that we're playing, maybe maybe five to ten, if that. And then we for a national band, we'll we'll sell tickets ourselves, which range between twenty five to thirty, around thirty bucks. But all these shows coming up are like probably like around five bucks or so. Okay, just for our listeners who might want to go check you out, so they know uh, how much it won't it won't break your bank to go go out and have yeah. a good time. Yeah. <laughs> Drink one less beer. Right, exactly. One less beer. No, okay, now you're messing with me. I was trying to be nice to say you guys weren't expensive, but you're going to sit there and tell me I got to drink one less beer? One less beer. <laughs> and get one of these instead. It'll save your life. There It'll you save go. your life. There you go. So overall, uh, ladies, it's been an absolute pleasure talking to you. I want to invite you guys, and, and of course, the, the, the bass is back on as well. You know, if, if the drummer can get him out of the lock car. I'm sorry. I, I'm throwing the old band jokes. It's just it's hanging out with the bands. You got to throw out the old jokes. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe I'll send you a video of my old bassist. You'll get a kick out of him playing bass uh, bass solos with a drumstick. All right. <laughs> if That's I cool. even have that video anymore. But uh, ladies, I'll, I don't want to take and gentlemen, I don't want to take up any more of your time. So real quick, I know you guys got to get back to band practice, got to write those songs for the next album and get ready for your next performance. But before we go again, we'll just go around real quick and just tell everybody where they can get in contact with you, where they can get more information on the band. Of course, all these things will also be in the description down below of this video or audio podcast that you're listening to. So make sure you're checking that out as well. But we'll go ahead, Kim. Uh, let us know where everybody can find you. 
Well, we have a website, scarletangelrocks.com, which we will be updating. Uh, MarylandParty.com is where you can find all of our shows and information on that. Just go to MarylandParty.com, click on the S for Scarlet Angel, and you can find us there. Uh, you can find our music on Reverb Nation. Mm-hmm. Is it dot .com? Reverb Nation, Scarlet Angel, Baltimore, Maryland, and you'll find uh, our music right there. And if anybody wants to get our CDs, like I said, we have three available, and we do have a couple 97 underground albums left. You can just either email us at, well, I'm kimscrypt at AOL.com. That's with K's, not C's. Or you can get a hold of us through our Facebook page, which is Scarlet Angel. You'll you'll see the little negotiable notes us. Um, also, if you go to scarletangelrocks.com, I believe there's an email on that too that goes to you. Actually, you can purchase the new CD right on the site. And you can purchase the yeah. new, new CD on the site as well. So, and any information you can always, you know, contact us. We all have our own Facebook pages. We we uh, message back. So. And it's good stuff too. I've never had anybody buy our CDs and it wasn't, <laughs> that wasn't happy. It never disappoints. And I actually think it's the first one or two, they're getting the third. And we have them all right here for sale for, for 30 bucks plus shipping. 30 bucks for all three? 30 for all three. It's a deal. It's a bargain. Yeah, it is. Absolutely. It is. I take credit cards. Wipe. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm not paying 30 unless it's autographed. Okay, I can do that for you. There you go. <laughs> yeah, we'll do that. And of course, so anybody have anything to say to Chris before we go? Yeah, absolutely. Anybody else? Hope you have a good night. Stay safe. You nice do. to meet you. Thank you. Nice to meet you as well. Thanks, Chris. Not a problem. And guys, I'm going to. Um, what's that? Oh, go ahead. Um, I don't know. Can we come up to Philadelphia and play? Is there some cool places up there? I'm sure there are. I'd have to find some for you. I'm, I don't have the connections, but I'll find the places. <laughs> Let us know. Reach out. You got my number. We'd love to play up there. So thank you so you much. I tell you what, I have one other co-host uh, who, who does the weekly show with me who actually runs her own uh, company called Vinyl Profit Records out of Denver, okay. Colorado. Uh, I can't promise anything from Philly, but I could definitely put you guys in contact with her, and I'm sure she's got better connections than I do to help you oh, guys out. Yeah. So. Yeah, that would be good. We're, we're very interested. Thank you. Thanks. Absolutely. Thanks, and, what I, and like I say, usually on Raise the Underground, since I'm not doing Raise the Underground right now, I'm doing Breaking the Fourth Wall. I'm still going to use it. Guys, 30 bucks. Go pick up Scarlet Angel's album, scarletangelrocks.com or Maryland. What was it? Rock in Maryland? MarylandParty.com. MarylandParty.com or, of course, on uh, Scarlet Angel's uh, web, uh, Facebook website. Pick that up and bang that head that doesn't bang. I will catch you on the next Breaking the Fourth Wall. Right, thanks a lot, ScarletAngelRocks.com. All three. Three for 30 bucks, $10 each. Scarlet Angel Rocks. <laughs> This song is a Scarlet Angel tune. It's called I Wanna Love You. (laughs) Off of our second CD that's available right over there on the March table. What is that? Yeah, yeah. It's called Enter the Magic. That CD.